Greetings, flesh creatures. It is I, Megatron. On behalf of TFYLP, I want to congratulate you for listening to the most refined collective podcast on this miserable little planet Earth. Yes. Here you'll find knowledgeable fans discussing every aspect of Transformers and beyond. Now, enjoy the show while I continue my path to complete conquest of all of you miserable biological entities. Predacons, terrorize! Welcome to TFLP episode 445. We are live tonight, Monday, August 30th. Uh, I'm Lucas. I am joined tonight by Paul. Welcome to the Hasblab. And Rick. Crush your enemies. And Peter. Forever Destron and see them driven before you and hear the limitations of their women. There you go. So, uh, Rick, it's been a minute since you've been on. Uh, what, uh, what's what been taking up all your time? Well, uh, besides uh, trying to groom myself into the perfect uh, gentleman, I like to ask my tenants, mm, there's other ways to pay the rent, my dear, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, well, I am opening it's, a It's store. homelessness for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm opening a store on on Wednesday. My own business. I bought a business. Yay! I bought wow. a business. So it's uh, it's called the Frame and Picture Shop Pop Culture Art Gallery. It's in Wilbraham, Massachusetts. And uh, well, I'm in the framing business now. My friend Kimberly, who's framed all a lot of my art, who you you guys have seen some of it. She retired and sold me the business. And uh, Wednesdays are a big reopening. And I'm going to try and bring some pop culture to the woods of Western Massachusetts. Besides the traditional art, which, you know, is a bread and butter. Very you know, cool, man. Congratulations. Lighthouses, bird paintings, watercolors of flowers. But at the same time, I've got quite an assortment of robots and monsters and scantily clad uh robot sci-fi monsters. robot individuals so as a side business do you also frame people for things like not yet no i'm looking into that but I'm that mustache it should be easy but yeah. uh we we are going to specialize in fr- framing comic books and uh see follow us on twitter at frame and picture shop shop is s-h-o-p-p-e because it's fancy and yeah, I'm gonna have a booth at TFCon. Gonna gonna try and bring some uh, professional framing to the to the world of art, and the world of the fandom. There you go. Some, something kind of new, really. I mean, some people, um, a lot of people have posters and stuff. They just like never quite get around to getting it you know the frame and presented in the way that i think they intend to but like you can maybe 
encourage them to do so. Well, I find that a lot of comic book art collectors just have flat files or a folder. And that's where their art lives. And how can you appreciate it? So besides going on my own and, and trying to frame all, all the stuff I have and putting it on display for people, uh, I've secured quite a few wonderful pieces from people I used to work with over at the Bro who are no longer there. And they've, they've sent me a ton of original packaging art, some paintings, some stuff's coming that uh, I'm just waiting on the molding to come so I can have it framed. I'm going to have a lot of stuff at TFCon that I haven't shown you guys in the private chat. And, uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to do some major shadow boxes. If you guys have seen uh, the Boneyard, we're going to do some major shadow boxes. The next one coming is an Alien Queen painting by uh, Transformers artist and comic book artist Ken Christensen. We're doing an awesome, awesome uh, shadow box with, like, the alien eggs at the bottom and the face huggers crawling up. And then the outside of the frame's molded into the alien hive. And there's, like, the, the goo, the saliva from the aliens is dripping down the whole frame. It's awesome. It's awesome. That sounds I awesome. hope to have that one at TFCon. Yeah, that sounds like a cut above. Yeah. Very cool, man. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. So I get to still be creative. And I get to be my own boss. There you go. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I answer to my wife. So have you convinced your wife to let you uh, put some of that framed art like upstairs? Or does it still have to stay down in the basement? No. Well, a lot of the art that was in the basement, I moved to the store for the galleries. Uh-huh. Uh, there's still some some choice pieces, which I am hesitant to show in, in the house. Uh but she did finally let me hang up a piece. Uh, it's a piece we bought when we were in Hawaii a few weeks ago. I framed it up. It's, it's really nice. It's G-Clay. It's autographed by the artist. And it's hanging in the bathroom. Because she doesn't use that particular bathroom. So it's in the downstairs bathroom. Yeah, I didn't know if this was a way to convince your wife to, you know, start, like, taking over other parts of the house with your collection or slowly if this is, if this is yeah. just part of it that you really bought the business so that you could like kind of start to you know you've realized you've ran out of space in your basement so yeah. you have to start filling up other other businesses and whatnot with all your stuff right right so uh besides the basement and, and the multi-car garage I, I now have secured this two-level building where my shop is and uh Two of the back rooms I've already designated as being potential display areas. and Oh, yeah. Right now, I've just got the rooms loaded with, like, posters and art and stuff that's for my collection that I got to go. And I'm starting to frame all that stuff. Yeah. So, uh, I'm going to have I'm gonna have a lot of people that, uh, that maybe some, some people recognize some of their names sending me art. And I'm going to try and sell it for them and make it look good. Nice. Well, congratulations and, and good luck uh, with the opening here on Wednesday. Wednesday it is. Yes. That's why I got my whiskers trimmed. So tonight uh, we're talking about a new Hasbro reveal uh, that they hinted at uh, a couple weeks ago. And they said, let's say go. And Peter was like, well, obviously everyone knows what, what they're talking about. Yeah, it's Slammer, right? So. Overlord. We need another Overlord. 
Deluxe Slammer. So, the the first Japanese Transformer ever released in the U.S., right? Something like that? Oh. No, they... No. I mean... No, not, not the first one. Not the first. Not the first. Uh, what's his name? The Pretender guy. Came in the gift set. And Great Shot came in the gift set. Hot Carl. Right. Metal Hawk. Hot Carl. I like it. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, so the HasLab, they uh, re- uh, revealed, what was it, last Friday? I guess it was. Um, and did a, a special presentation on Victory Saber. Um, so, uh, pretty exciting uh, with that. So, it's going to be in the Generations line. And they, if you want to go to uh, the Hazard Repulse website, they have, I believe they have the whole presentation up there, or you can go on their YouTube and, and check it out um, okay. with all the pieces and whatnot. So it was a pretty quick presentation overall. I think it was only what like maybe fifteen minutes or so. So are, so we can are we gonna talk, talk about all the tiers and and stuff like that? I'm just yeah. looking at the at the has. Uh, bro pulse page right now and uh, we need 11,000 people to fund it yep. it's already at 4,841 backers uh, but the price of this that's what gets me the price is I think it's a phenomenal price for what you're getting Yep. the price is 189 bucks I'm sorry 179.99 my bad I was going to say 189 where'd you get that from yeah 179.99 you get Star Saber and Victory Leo. Yeah, it's great, absolutely great for the Generations line. Proper molds of these characters, not not a retool of Overlord or Cyclonus or Combiner War Silverbolt. Proper Generations Chug Edition Star Saber Victory Leo. I'm very happy with what I've seen so far. I think somebody at Hasbro is going to get a promotion for this. I yeah. agree. I, think there's I don't know about the promotion. I, I hope. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think everyone should high five and, and hug each other because I think it looks phenomenal. Both both Star Saber and Victory Leo look great. And yes, and I, think I saw the first tier. the The first unlockable item is it's a good one. Mm-hmm. Now there are some people online. Who think that uh, the tier should have been included with this? And the first tier is is the Victory Leo cannon and some blast effects, right? That cannon really makes the Victory Leo pop, right? Yeah, I mean kinda, it's, it's a staple of that tier. character. It's a staple, yeah. It's a staple of the character. You got to have that big hip gun, right? But you know what? It works great without it. Because Generations is not, I think some people forget that Generations is not an exact word-for-word retelling of G1. That's not how Generations started. I mean, look at look at the 2005 Optimus and Rodimus and Starscream. They were great for what they were. They're dated now. And now, yes, we, we have more animation-inspired figures. But they're still not exact to what we had we still don't have this the the seeker with the short missiles and the long missiles right with the little landing gear that you can take off and put it in the cockpit with the opening and shut cockpit 
All right, so what? That was G1. We're living in the now, right? We're moving forward. And I think it's okay that it doesn't have the blaster. But you know what? I got a feeling at 180 bucks, we're going to blow it out of the water. And I think we're going to get the 14,000 members. It takes 11,000 to, to fund, 14,000 to unlock the first tier. I think we're going to get that. There are two additional tiers, one at 17,000, one at 20,000. They haven't revealed what those are. You know, you want to continue to build hype during the promotion. You want you want a reason to send updates to people. So good on them for not revealing them. But are we taking any speculation on what those are going to be? Illumina Peter? 2. Say that the again? Il- the Illumina 2. Do you know what the Illumina 2 is? It's been a while. That's for this- Paul. Explain it. Okay. For, for Paul. My pie-in-the-sky hope is that we get... One of a couple things. The Illumina 2 was Jan's car that he made in episode 36, Jan Defend the School or Jan Defend the Campus. It was a car that had like frog legs that could like march around and he used it to fight the Dino Force uh, in defending the school. Uh, And he named it Illumina 2 after his girlfriend from school, Illumina. And uh, it's just a little pop-up transforming car thing. It's a little orange thing. It's cute. It's a Veritech car. Basically, yeah, it would be a, yeah. a, just a fun little wink, wink, nod, nod. Know what I mean? If, if you know, for if they're really jumping in on this whole victory thing, I mean, I'd love to see the multi senshi and the Dino Force and new versions of the Breast Force and 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 everyone. Um, but yeah, I think that would be a really neat victory specific thing that that would that would be a fun unlock. Now that's not for everybody. It's not one of those things that everyone's gonna be like, oh, the Illuminate two, because three out of the four of us just went the way. Right, but. <laughs> But it's a fun. Is it really character centric? Is it really centric to that character? It's centric in that Jan is Star Saber's son, his adopted human son, and that is his specific vehicle that he built. It only shows up in Victory and only for like four or five episodes, and it's it's just one of those things that really and you know, Jan's love for Victory Leo, Jan's love for for Star Saber, you know, it, it was just a whole big family thing, and it would like help complete the Star Saber family. Or we could just get a Jan in, in his little spacesuit. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other guesses what what two additional unlockable tiers are going to be? Did the uh, uh, does the figure come with the shield this uh, the Star Saber shield? So nope. that sure it doesn't. I, I that would be my guess. One of the tiers would be the shield. And the, they the haven't said come if the, the sword figure. is chrome, right? Oh well, because I would really want that sword to be chrome. So if that's one of the tiers, I know it's a simple thing, but I would love to have a chrome sword. Yeah. Well, there's always upgrade kits as well, too. So, I mean, that's the thing is Peter (laughs) was showing off before that uh, I'm sure the DNA people um, are are probably hoping that extra bits and bobs don't come with this figure so that they can produce it and put it into a $50 package uh, to go on top of your... uh, your figure, so you had the DNA kits for the uh, uh, Scorpion. Yep, I got them sitting over there too. Hey, I just want to like it's in the back of my head, and I can't remember if I dreamt this or not. There is a Black Zarek coming out, right? Yes. Yeah. Pre-orders are okay. Up. All right, I must have ordered that already because I, I just in the black back of my head, I'm like, did I dream that or is that real? <laughs> It's just going to show up at your uh, door one day. I totally forgot. Like, I got an email today saying Blur's on the way. So, 
Oh, I'm surprised your blur's not here yet. I think I got mine last week. Well, I ordered in mass quantity, so that might have been an issue. Oh, maybe. So, and, uh, you know, it's just, it's it's packed with care and love. Um <laughs> Especially the comic. It's it's actually kind of amazing that... Uh, so they just put the comics in there in the box. And uh, I was actually kind of surprised at the uh, condition of my comic actually wasn't that bad considering that they just threw it in there. But Man, I got my Red Alerts, uh, a.k.a. Not Wheeljacks, from The Pulse the other day. Uh-huh. And they, they must have found the smallest box possible <laughs> to fit both those figures in. They just kind of like, I think they took the palm of their hand and just like, you have to apply a certain amount of pressure to get to make them fit in that box. So I was quite displeased. Yeah. Yeah. Almost everything I've purchased for the last three months from either Pulse, BBTS, um, they've all just shown up completely just flarped. Just corners smashed, bubbles smashed, tops smashed, just toys are fine, but... It sucks to be a mitten box collector right now. Yeah. Well, I haven't had an issue ordering single pieces. So I think going forward, I'm going to put in an order for a single piece, go back, order another one instead yeah. of having it be two shipment, one shipment for two figures. I've had it with multi multi-figure shipments, different figures, single figures, just everything. It's like they've got it out for me lately. Ron says that the comic is the packing material. So there you go. <laughs> It's not funny. <laughs> so, so a little history on who created Shattered Glass. Uh, uh, Peter, do you know who created Shattered Glass? Ben Yi. Incorrect. It was everyone's favorite Texan, Brian Savage. Oh no. Yep. Really? Yep. He said he'd been. I remember I got the call. I was I was standing in my studio apartment looking at something. I got the call, and it's like, hello, Brian. Rick, I got an idea for you. I've been trying to make this G.I. Joe mirror mirror thing like in Star Trek. You know what that is? And um, I'm like, G.I. Joe is bad guys, as, as bad guys and Cobra is good guys. And, and he kept talking about it, and he's like, yeah, but what, I want to do that with Transformers because we can't come up with any ideas. I'm like, yeah, that'll work. And he kept he kept like harping on this like we have to call him Megatron Prime Megatron Prime I'm like no no just it's Megatron and Optimus Prime it's fine it's fine I will say my my little bit of fame my little shining moment of shattered glass is I got to come up with the till all are gone line that was. That was my little... Oh, and, and the windshield cracked on Prime's titty. The titty crack. <laughs> that was my little my little bit of fame. That's how I think of it. Every time I see it, the titty crack. The titty crack. Yep. That's what and, it is. Uh, we do have a show where, we're, where we are reviewing the comics. Uh, so if you want to check that out, uh, it comes out whenever the comics come out. So... I think last Wednesday they did a show uh, for the initial uh, issue. Uh, so check that out. Uh, Anna is leading that charge. Um, so it's kind of an offshoot from the, uh, we have book club where everyone's reading comics on Sunday nights on the TF Talk Discord. 
but uh, this is a, uh, a broadcast show for the new Shattered Glass comic. So, and then just depending on that, we may continue it for some of the other new comics coming out. We'll, we'll see uh, just, um, you know, how things go and whatnot. So. Mm. Yep. But. So, um, Paul, you're not a real, you're not very versed in the world of Japanese Transformers. Am I, am I correct in, in saying that? Oh, I don't know anything about them. All right. So as a, I mean, I wouldn't call you a casual collector. You're, you're a specific collector, right? Sure. You can call me whatever you want. How do you, you feel about this, this, uh, Victory Saber? I mean, to, if, at first glance, <clears throat> pretty pretty disappointed. I Why is that? I'm not. I think I you know I knew it was coming, and I was like, oh, that sounds pretty cool. Uh, I just didn't exactly know what it would be, and it just like I don't like. I guess I've never liked the way Victory Saber looks with his like giant stilts, you know? And like I would have, I guess, wanted them to make a more graceful combination thing so his proportions looked a little better. Cause his legs are like super long. Um and then the wings aren't like long enough comparatively. But in general, I mean it it looks like the character. You know, it looks correct. I think the price is shockingly low but it's also this isn't maybe as big as i was expecting it to be like it's more of a leader with the voyager than say like its own sort of size class but but i think this these toys do a lot you know they do all the all the combines that they should um they have i mean the old ones were bricks complete bricks so like you know this is like a big improvement sure it's not the mat I think everyone's trying to compare it to the masterpiece toy. Well, it's not a masterpiece toy. It's a not main... a masterpiece. Yeah, it's yeah. it's some it's mainline. You know, it's Unicron wasn't a masterpiece either. This just never would have appeared at retail because it was it's like kind of too risky. So this makes this this is the proper channel for it. And I don't have a problem with the V-Lock cannon being an add-on because you know all that stuff. They don't raise the price on you. When you get more stuff, like you're paying for all the add-ons with the 179.99, you just might not get them, and if you don't, then tough stuff. But like all the things that are going to come out later somehow, yeah, for an even more money. But I'm just saying, like we get to that, we get to that like twenty-two thousand. Is it yeah, twenty thousand people backing it? Your price doesn't change. You just get more, like. The price you're paying accounted for all those unlocks, whether you get them or not. Right. So you like the process. Um, I, I'm into not... the Kickstarter thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. So how do you feel? I mean, are you going to get one of these? Uh, it doesn't. F I mean, I'll get one. I'll keep it like in box like that. That'd be the only reason I'm, I'm not going to open this because I don't need a I don't collect Victory Saber. Uh, Lucas, your your same question. Are you getting this? Well, yeah. I mean, I already backed it, but 
Uh, you know, Paul, see, same, same here. This is this is why you need to be a character collector of like Victory Saber and whatnot, right? Because there's not that many releases. So you're doing it wrong when you're doing Starscream and all that. Because there's like a, a thousand. Like you go pick up another Starscream next week. There's some tricky. There's some <laughs> tricky uh, Star Saber stuff to get. There's yeah, the junior, there's the PD type, there's a couple of uh, the rare, uh, the black recolor of the Robot Master, which isn't that hard. But yeah, yeah there's some there's some interesting ones. I mean, the original toy is like actually the hardest one to get. It's, yeah. No, mm, I don't no. think so. Maybe maybe in the first edition box it's hard to get. Yeah, the horizontal box is harder to get, but the figure itself, pff, no. Well, you know, I remember. For... This is how old I am. I paid $200 for a sealed second version Star Saber. I'm about to one-up you. You ready? I seal. I spent $150 for a sealed second version Star Saber in 1998, a year after I put Victory Saber, a picture of him, in my school newspaper because I was pissed off that a poll that I did for what was your favorite 80s cartoon got three whole responses. So I wrote a column that was like, fuck you, Here's Transformers and put a picture of Victory Saber and did a history of Japanese Transformers in my school newspaper in 1997. I'm sure everyone appreciated that. Did you get laid from that one? I got fired from the newspaper. The newspaper did an article on me my senior year. Uh, Senior has amazing collection. (laughs) I should probably frame that. You should frame that. Yeah. I know how to now. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, for for me, I mean, I I think that this is, you know, great. And I mean, to be honest, like, I think the price is really good. Um, You know, even if it is, you know, say a couple liters in a deluxe or whatnot. Um, Because if this wasn't a HasLab thing, it would have been you know, potentially a Takara thing and you would have paid the same price because like I've got this box set over here that was a similar price to that and it does a similar thing. Um, and it's, I guess a couple liters together, uh, for the same price. So it's a, you know, it's, it's worse. It's a remolded liter of figure that you could have bought here in the U S right. Right. Exactly. And it it just sucks. You know, yeah, it's not, it's not. This isn't all that great of a figure um, itself. It, it does, so it does have like shelf presence. Like I have mine combined yeah, somewhere. It, looks nice. it 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 does, and you can <laughs> those little heads in there. You can resell for the entire package right. <laughs> for the same price. It's so awesome. <laughs> so good set. Goodbye. I mean, it, if Japan had released this on their own, it probably would have been a little cheaper. But. But it would have been a Takara Tommy Mall thing. It would have been limited. The the aftermarket price would invent, was would immediately spike. It would be frustrating to get. This is accessible. Yeah. It's affordable, and it looks great, in my opinion. Yeah. It's coming straight to you. Hopefully, right. in a delightfully smashed box. He said a year ahead of time. You know, speaking of that, I I wonder how. I wonder what this is going to look like box wise. Like it better not be just a cardboard generation select bullshit. It's going to be a, a, a black cardboard generation selects. God, bullshit. What? 
Uh, they need to, they mean, need to do a box like just like the Gajinrai one you sent. You know, we need some artwork on this guy. Yeah, let's let's talk about the box because after seeing the Snake Mountain Castle Grayskull boxes from Super Seven, like there is no reason why Hasbro charging the price that they charge for Unicron couldn't have given them a box. Now I understand there's a lot more parts. I understand the the production. You know, I was there. I was behind the scenes. I, I worked there. I understand. All that goes into making that Unicron. But at that point, when you have that much invested, give it a goddamn box. I agree. I mean, it has it has artwork. You just need four of them to complete it. And luckily some of us have, right? I've seen a photo or two. So, um... But uh, Ron in the chat was saying about the extra bits that, uh, you know, it seems like there, there's a leaked uh, Galvatron repaint that's making the rounds with a bunch of stuff. And we wonder if maybe some of that stuff would have been additional tiers for Unicron. So maybe the same thing with Star Saber. But I, I do think that it, it, it seems like that Hasbro's kind of like hit their stride a little bit with... Um, you know, with these Haslab, and, and so a lot of them are hitting their additional tiers and whatnot. Um, I think, didn't um, Galactus? I think did, didn't he hit all his tiers now? Yeah, point? that's why I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I haven't pledged to this one yet because I just did Galactus, and uh, Galactus hit all its tiers. Yeah. Twenty-eight thousand people bought the Galactus. Yeah. It ends in two hours. Yeah. What's, so. what's funny about that was is that it wasn't even necessarily going to fund like what a week ago, right, or something like that. Yeah. Mm, no, I think I think we knew, always knew it was going to fund. I was never we, I was never worried about it. But there were right, plenty. But it was of, under the number or whatever at that point. There's a whole psychology that goes around in this thing, and a whole like song and dance you see online, and people are like, "It's not going to fund. It's going to fund," and it's like. Just, just if you don't think it's going to fund, then why not fund it? Because you won't lose it, your money. But, right. And then you get people that miss it. And then, like tomorrow in two hours, there's going to be like a cry of a scream all over the country that you can probably hear if you stick your head out the window. Like, oh, I forgot. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's what kills. You know what? It killed me that I didn't get the uh, Mandalorian ship, the Razor Crest. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But then they blew the ship up at the end of season two, and I didn't feel so bad anymore. No, they blew it up the day after it closed. <laughs> right. It was like, unreal. I don't feel bad anymore. That was I that laughed was awesome. so hard when they blew it. I was like, you, you just did what? <laughs> they couldn't have timed that better. I mean, I, I don't even think they could have. I think that had to have been a coincidence that with the timing of it. It couldn't have been like, holy crap, we have to have this end before that episode airs. It's possible that someone had that foresight. I don't know. I mean, I would be I would be amazed considering how many things don't go the way they want that that one would have. But maybe when you're dealing with Disney, it's like a, a different animal. Yeah, well, Disney Disney does tend to send. Um, I, I won't single Disney out because other people have done it too. Certain some studios. I don't know if it's the studio or if the production team, the director. Sometimes they do send stuff that's um, pre-production 
or flat out old for you to base your toy designs off of. Or they send you like unimportant characters, so you end up making a lot of black series of like guys that don't ever show up in the movie. Like Jana. <laughs> you know, the, it, it is interesting how the different brands have handled this HasLab stuff. I feel like the Marvel team is like balling it up with the HasLab stuff. They I, always I honestly have don't know what's next for Marvel when it comes to HasLab. I don't know what else. I mean, what are they? A giant man? I don't know. I don't. Well, like I, I wouldn't pay for Giant Man. I'll tell you that. I guess where I was going with this is that it seems each brand gets to like dabble in HasLab however they want, and I feel like the Marvel team has their shit together a little better than the the Transformer team, just because th- their presentations are like a lot more bombastic and just seem like like very well structured and polished a little bit. Well, that's kind of been their presentations in general, right? I mean, it it seems like that they've done a really good job on on the the Marvel team has on their presentations. Like, uh, It could be that that's just easier to market because it's, like, so popular. You know, it's, like, ubiquitous now, and Transformers is still kind of, like, fringy in a way. Transformers is fringy, and no one from the movie-verse fan base gives a shit about Victory Saber. Half of them don't give a shit or know about Unicron. That's that thing from the old cartoon. Ew. That's a good point. This is a deep cut. I mean, like, not super deep, but, like, so deep that the people that run this thing didn't even know this was not the first Japanese Transformer that they've ever done. Right. Well, I, I... so let me let me throw something out, you guys. Uh, I, I mentioned earlier that the tiers would be character specific. I don't have any inside knowledge into this. I just I'm assuming from a marketing's perspective that it would be character specific. Do we know if that Galvatron is an exclusive to PulseCon? What if no, that Galvatron? We don't know what what's going on we with the Galvatron. We have no idea yet. where it's where it's going to. Well, what if that Galvatron's one of the tiers? Why would Galvatron, aside from the movie coming out matter. in 1989 doesn't in Japan, matter. aside from the movie coming out in 1989 in Japan, what does Galvatron have to do? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. So they would throw in Galvatron does. as an incentive to get people to buy Victory Saber? Who, why not? If they, I mean, why? if they're going to go that far, you make Signal Lancer. To signal lance, I mean, something that is kind of character, at least or at least series specific, they could do a holy in victory colors because in victory uh holy uh, or, or stakeout was not the micromaster colors he was white and black police car with a different color you know deco thingy as opposed to the all black that they eventually did recolor him in in zone the toy was never released in those colors but the cartoon had a different deco so that would be a fun easy reuse for an existing tool that is victory specific that wouldn't cost I mean, I, I, it's all relative, but there's no new tooling budget required there. That would be you know, very cool. But is that enough? Funny. I, I think that what they need to do is put an exclusive Beast Wars figure 
um, like in the last tier or whatnot. So in that way, all the Beast Wars fans have to buy this in order to uh, <laughs> com- complete their Beast Wars, like Tarantulas or something like that. Like I realize that's I think already in the next line, but so- somehow they, you know, have to get that in order to complete their collection. Here, would be here's something rude. I want to throw out because uh, you mentioned Beast Wars. And I'm, I'm not sure if there'll ever be a Beast Wars HasLab set. Who knows? Maybe there will be. But I think if you're going to do Beast Wars HasLab, I say you go crazy and do Transmetal 2 Dinobot. Because that might be the only place you get a Transmetal 2 Dinobot masterpiece. Oh, so masterpiece. now you're talking masterpiece. That would be masterpiece. It's different, yeah, it's a different beast. Um, talking about chugster piece. If bro. we were doing chugster piece, I would go with for Beast Wars Haslab. I would do the freaking taco tank. Flip it out and shake it around, taco tank. And it's got all the di- uh, and the tears are, are the frog and or the squid in all the different colors. Yep, do a card and 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 claw jaw or whatever you know. Just like do do do, do it up. Do the European version and everything. Well, I mean, if we're keeping it the chug, I I really don't know what Beast Wars they could do. I don't think Magnaboss or Tripredicus is going to cut it. Right? I mean, unless they're going to give me that Beast Wars Neo Unicron. Question for you. Can't do Unicron again. Did you ever see the Beast Wars Neo Unicron yourself? No, uh, Takara, uh, that was their, like, oh, we have Beast Wars Neo Unicron. You have your Unicron. Our our Neo Unicron's better, and they would bring it out as, like, a show of, like, force. Like, look how much better ours is. Then then what? Then Then, then the one that we never put out in the 1980s. Oh, 86? Oh, well, well, okay. I remember signing a petition, like, I don't know. Some hey, I did this. I, I signed it too. <laughs> did yeah. you make that petition, Peter? <laughs> I didn't make the petition, but I signed it. We should find it. We should pull everyone's names. We should find that thing. Start a mailing list. Yeah. Oh man. So um, I think I think we're we're you know we're getting cute with our decisions. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's going to be that shield, and maybe the sword for no, the saber. Isn't the sword well, already coming with it? Uh, the sword master- already comes with it, but I, I want a chrome sword. There's a little sword that came with the masterpiece. I'm not sure if that's in the show, but it was like kind of like the master sword, you know? It was like a small one for Cerebros it, or Fortress. It didn't like grow or anything in the cartoon. He would, he would, you know, he had a, a sword exactly. and then it just had it, yeah. Okay. I mean, those are real. I don't. I think whatever these are is going to be kind of a bum out. So I don't really care. Yeah, if I'm not there. expecting much. Yeah. What would well, be a surprise? Well, what does Unicron have to do with I, I victory don't know. saving? I, I don't know. Why not just keep going on with the slugs, though? But, uh... Okay, 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 okay. I got this. I got this. Okay. So, Dark Nova disguised himself as Unicron while chasing the Zodiac energy and sending Super Megatron to go get it, which was used to restore, you know, Convoy and make him into Star Convoy. And the Zodiac energy 
was guarded by Diatlas, who was given command of the Cybertrons by Victory Saber. Synergy. Mm, and nobody cared. But somebody asked. So, if so this actually, is successful, do we think that we're going to see more Japanese Transformers done this way? Um, yes, like Black Jarek. Wait, you know, I, 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 I am honestly see. surprised that it's Victory Saber. Um, I really was kind of expecting Dino King, and then there to be a retail release of Monstructor. And I thought, all right, well, if they do something in Victory, then maybe the tiers are the shells. I mean, I'm happy. I'm happy with Star. I, Star Saber's great. I'm happy to get Star. I'm gonna get two of them because I gotta have. I mean, at least two, one each individual guy, and then one combined, and then you yeah, need one then, sealed. Yeah, I was gonna say you need one sealed. So I need one sealed. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. So, you know, one thing for me is is that. I was always jealous of Takara back in the day because, like, in for Hasbro, I felt like that they always were making figures to a price point. Like, it's like this, it has to be this size, it has to be this price point or whatever. Like, this is your Deluxe, this is your, you know, Voyager, this is your Leader, you know, whatever, this is your Titan, all that kind of thing, right? And so then all of the limitations of that price point were, you know, felt by us because it's like it's not exactly what we want. Or like they may have had to skimp on pay damps. We may have to skimp on this, that, and whatever. Whereas Takara would always be like, we want to do this figure. And then, like, they wouldn't necessarily charge a certain specific price point. Like, there might be one deluxe figure that is, you know, I don't know, whatever. 20,000 yen or I can't remember whatever it is like you know one that's 20 bucks and one that's 40 bucks and whatever just but you know depending on what they did they just made it and so one of the things I think that nowadays with Hasbro that I appreciate is that the leaders like are just like here here's you know because of this engineering it's this you know we had to make this the Voyager price point we had to make this the leader price point or we're seeing this now with the, um, you know, Rodimus that it's the commander class, you know, price point. And so I feel like that this is a similar thing that like this wasn't going to fit in retail. It's not a Titan class figure. Um, and so and like I'm sure, too, that the retailers when they're like, hey, like when Hasbro went to them and said, Hey, let's, uh, you know, what do you think about doing a Japanese transformer that never, you know, we never had media here and, oh no, we don't plan on putting out any new media to support this character. What do you guys think that, you know, Walmart and Target are like, yeah, no. Um, so I, I think well, that this is a creative way to kind of get from, what we want as a generations collector. From the same people that said uh, take Astro Train and Sound and Soundwave as exclusives, what does Soundwave turn into? A box? Do kids know what what a what a tape deck is? No. But he's a super hot character, and everyone knows Soundwave. He's tape deck guy. All right. What about Blaster? He's other tape deck guy. He's not as cool tape deck guy. I don't think. I mean. That, that's a that's a beautiful tale you just wove there, Lucas. I have a 
<laughs> you couldn't convince me that Hasbro solicited this to retailers. So they, th these HasLab things, they plan on them for HasLab. You know, it's been a big question. How do, what do you follow up Unicron with? And I think this is this is kind of a a good choice. And it and surprise, this is probably going to be. I don't know if it's going to be a major part, but it'll probably be. He'll probably be in the new show that comes out after War for Cybertron, just like there, Unicron was for War for show? Cybertron. They're going to make another Transformers show. Of course they are. Will it be as good as the War for Cybertron trilogy? I'm oh. sure it'll be just as good. One oh, can only yeah. help. So, no, they have have they announced a new show? No, but I'm I'm using my powers of deduction and reason to to make that assumption. Well, we've got Rise of the Beast coming out, and I Rise I mean, of the I, Beast. I just I hate anything with the title Rise in. It's like the same as saying 2000. Godzilla 2000. Blues Brothers 2000. Rise of Cobra. Rise of the Beast. Where are the beasts rising from? Why are they rising? Find out in December of next year. They're probably rising for explosions and sexist jokes and, and slow motion. Lack Slow motion, <laughs> lack of characterization, and diminishing box office returns. I do got. I, I gotta say, Ron Perlman as Optimus Primal does does get me a little excited. But um, you know, Optimus and Cheetor are gonna be in it. Who do you think the other guys are gonna be? Do you think they're gonna bother? I don't think they'll bother with a Dinobot. There's a uh, cannon fodder, scrappy scraps. Oh, I got blowed up in the first five seconds. No lines. No lines is my favorite. Uh, Gruntor, Grunty, you and Gruntus. Red shirt. Yeah, Redshirt. Thank shirt. you. Yeah, and and product placement bot. <laughs> Mountain Dew, Mountain Dew bot, dispenser. Red, but they Red have to Bull. use retro cans. They have to use like early '90s retro cans if they're going to do a, a modern take on old dispenser. Oh my God! Right. What if it's Surge? They could use Surge. <laughs> they could use Surge, yep. Well, Surge was 98 through... Well, Surge is back now. I don't know. Surge, Surge first showed up 97, 98. It wasn't there in 92. When does the movie take place? 97? I thought it was 92. I don't know. If it's 97, we could do Surge. It, it really doesn't it's, matter, does it? it? Like, <laughs> it's all going to be anachronistic explosion nonsense. Right. With heart. Sometimes you're going to be like, give me your heart and crush people's hearts now. It's going to be a coming-of-age story, though, so it'll be, you know. And there's like, they've already promoted, they basically told you it's going to be bad. They're like, there's 800 characters. That's what you guys want, right? Characters and characters and characters and humans. And we're going to Peru. Oh, that's that's the last last place on earth with you know ancient megalithic ruins that they haven't blown up in the transformers series I hope so they blow it up they gotta blow up they, machu picchu they'll, they'll like knock wine picchu into the actually maybe it transforms into a giant eagle because that's like how it's right. built. you know i i think machu picchu is actually trypticon 
though. Like, uh, as long as they the destroy it mercilessly and and no one blinks an eye at the fact that they're destroying, they're just like, we've got to stop the bloopity bloops because the blap blap needs to get to the wherever thing. Then I'll be happy. Scrotum. Yep. So got to get to the ruins. I have, you know, um, sh- shifting gears here from uh, the you know, movie and explosions and whatnot is what do you guys think about HasLab in general? Have you been happy with HasLab? Do you think it's a good idea that, that Hasbro is, is doing this and, you know, essentially kickstarting their figures instead of just releasing them themselves, like whether or not they're doing it through retail partners or themselves through their store or whatnot. Do you think that HasLab is a good idea and have they executed it well? Yes. I would say yes so far. I would say I like the idea. Execution can be a little better. Especially, I mean, there was the whole Unicron debacle. Right? But, you know, Star Wars went well, and I'm looking forward to the Rancor. I'm absolutely getting a Rancor. I'm putting that in my shop during Halloween season. Absolutely. I'm actually... Now, I don't have a lot of toys at the shop. I don't have any toys, except over my workstation, I have the Katana, the big uh, Star Wars Java Sail Barge. I've got that. And it, it, people think, oh, that's a, weird, that's a weird boat. What is that? And, and to uh, start telling pirate jokes to them, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but that's it. And then, I mean, I, I got a ton of Transformers and G.I. Joe art and Star Wars art and Marvel art on the wall, so. Yeah, I, I guess you're right. Like, the one thing that sucks about, that's weird about HasLab is, like, if it doesn't, like, the Unicron had trouble funding. And, uh. I, th- I and, think and that was, it, that, that was kind planning. of embarrassing. The, the, the way that all went down was kind of embarrassing, but, you know, it's. It was. And this I, is I, where. Nick would say that we didn't need a $600 figure out of the gate that looked as unfinished as, as Unicron ended up looking. Um, there were issues with that figure. Uh, but HasLab in general, as, as just a kickstarter idea, I think it, as much as I'm not in, uh, fond of like gatekeeping and stuff, but it's time to put up or shut up. If you're a big fan and you want to do the thing and you want to support the Galactus or you want to support the Cookie Monster or whatever you want to support, now is the time to put your money where your mouth is yeah. and buy the thing that you say you've been clamoring for forever. Eventually, Unicron went through. However it happened, I'm glad it happened. Well, yeah, We all got ours. And uh, I'm more or less know, happy. Star Wars, they, they market what they're going to do. They say, hey, Rancor's coming at the end of the year, get your money ready. Transformers like, hey, fuckface, this was live last week. Why didn't you pledge? But it's another one that's like, we, we, we started to touch on it earlier, and I wanted to go, get a little bit into it. The, the, the cry, the day after cry. Oh, they cheated me. Oh, I forgot. Oh, I this and that. Whatever your, your, whatever your complaint is. Now is not the time. We've, yeah, snoozing. Paul's doing the snoozing, the snoozing every, motion. Every you have months. single one of these figures from HasLab has went like way up because it's like they make what they make, and that's the supply. And so then, and then like, suddenly, 
Yeah, I. Except for the that's katana. the thing I don't understand is is that like most of these. I mean, I do understand the people that if for whatever reason that they don't have the funds at that particular time, or they just miss out because you know, say five years from now, you know, someone who was a kid back then couldn't, you know, like if you're five years old now, it's going to be hard for you to get a Unicron potentially. Um, boy, the boy is sad that he did not get a Unicron. Yeah. You know, but that's $600 for at, at, that, at that point he was 11. He's not getting that. <laughs> right, 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 right. Ex- exactly. So right. See for college, dude. So, I mean, so I understand like, you know, some of those cases, but it's just crazy. Like, like the, the Unicrons where like, and just a lot of these figures are, you know, double the value and whatnot of, of what they were. Um, and so that's, you know, that's the thing is well, it's a, it's a limited supply, but, um, well, to touch on that, Lucas, do we, uh, do we have an opinion on if Hasbro will ever re-release any of the HasLab items? I mean, I, really I could like see it shouldn't. down the road. Like I could see it like 10 years later where it's like the best of HasLab you get in like, they might try to do it in a limited fashion where it's like, Oh, you know, this month is going to be this toy or this month is going to be then or whatever. Like, or like one, one a year or something like, I, I don't know, whatever. Like, but one a year reissue 10 years from now. What's that? Like a one a year reissue 10 years from now. Like, uh, Hey, this year's HasLab reissue is the Katana and it comes with X, Y, Z. So everyone who bought it originally has to buy another one. Right. And if you and didn't get it, like, then you can get it now. And, 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 you know, maybe potentially repaint it so that it's like not exactly the same kind of, yeah. Uh, kind of thing and whatnot. So I could see yeah. something, frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> something along those lines, uh, kind of thing. But I mean, I don't know. In my mind, I feel like a lot of this was probably born of, you know, when Toys R Us, you know, went out of business and whatnot. And then Hasbro is probably looking at new avenues to diversify themselves and whatnot, uh, you know, to do this. So I don't know. I personally, like I've been burned by, you know, Kickstarters that were not Hasbro Kickstarters. Um, you know, other ones, I don't know if you guys have as well. And so, I've been burned by Kickstarter itself. Yeah. But that's a different right. story. That's a different, that's a different story. Don't but, ever mention uh, that again. But yeah, so like, I mean, that's a, that's the thing is, is that, um, you know, a lot of the Kickstarter types of things, like I'm kind of hesitant now to back those, but like Hasbro is like, I just feel like, well, this is just another way for me to pre-order, you know, whatever figure that, you know, that it is. And it's a limited market or they view it as a limited market. And so they want to make it to order and not have to worry about sitting on, um, on a lot of things because I, I feel like in general that, you know, yours, I don't know. And, and we've talked before about the ebbs and flows of collecting and all that and supply and demand. But I mean, there was a good time several years ago when all the Hasbro stuff, like all the transformer stuff was on clearance and it would be at Ollie's and, you know, all that type of thing. And I mean, there still is, you know, product at Ollie's, but I feel like overall that, um, you know, Hasbro's doing a much better job than what they did in the past of matching supply and demand. So well, that, that's what's beautiful about the Kickstarter <clears throat> thing is you are literally coming, you are one to one matching supply and demand. And it's your fault if you didn't, you had demand but did not go, you know, did not act upon it. 
And to answer your question about should they reissue this stuff, no. No, they should not. They've even said this, these are one-of-a-kind things. They're never going to do them again. And if you're someone that – so say they do different it 15 years. people, man. I know. marketing people come in and they go, hey, what do we have that we don't have to pay money for? Oh, we've got all this HasLab stuff. Let's put it out. Yeah, I understand. It's it, it's a corporation. It's not you're not taking a person's word for this stuff. It's it's the ebbs and flows of the business. But I I just don't like it when you're promised something or and it they, you know they don't they don't follow up on their word. It happens all the time in toy industry. But like this, these are big deals. So like if you if you end up spending five thousand dollars three years from now on a Unicron and then the, the next week they're like, oh, we're doing it again so i got a story like that i um the gi joe collectors club put out the um october guard and i had a i had an additional loose set so i sold my loose set and i think i sold it for 800 bucks and then the next day they announced unbeknownst to me that they were reissuing it guy still paid you got lucky Yep. Well, I mean, you know, the reissues are always, they are inherently different from the originals. So, you know, hopefully that was a guy that thinks that way. Not everyone does. Yeah. Different so, speaking of Kickstarters, there's the Eagle Moss Kickstarter for the $700 Transformers chess set. Now, Nick I threw in for it. Yeah, Nick and I did too. But there's no way it gets funded. Not for $300,000. I just don't see it happening. Um, Peter, you seem to disagree. I, I, I try to be pathologically optimistic when it comes to uh, things coming out. Like even when, even when like, like the MicroMasters, oh, the MicroMasters, they didn't do every single MicroMaster and every single MicroMaster read it. They will. Give them time. They will. The 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 no one's ever gonna do a victory saber. That's too niche. That's too weird. That's too, you know, fanboy rific. They are. They will. It'll happen. So when it comes to the chess set, it's it's niche and it's expensive and it's not for everybody. Um but it'll probably fund because these things seem to with the exception of Cookie Monster, have a magical way of just foof at the very end and then everyone's happy. There's a difference. That, that's actually Kickstarter. So that's, like, that's an going, actual Kickstarter. So there's definitely a possibility it might not fund. Unless, like, Eagle Moss just makes it fund by buying their own items, you know? Through the Kickstarter. But you lose thing. money doing that. Of course. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't so know. So, right now, for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, Eagle Moss is doing a licensed Generation 1 chess set on Kickstarter. It's at $76,406. It's got 24 days to go. We need $300,000 for it to fund. Only 163 backers so far. I just... I went all in. I did the $700 option. I would I would never play chess with them. I would put them on display and that's it. Their, their display piece, yeah. But I just I don't see there being a demand for a Transformers chess set. If the Monopoly, the hot, 
the high end Transformers Monopoly set. I think it was like four hundred bucks. Four or five hundred bucks. Yeah, they did a, a, a three hundred dollar chess set back in twenty eleven or so, twenty ten. It wasn't as nice. And they did a Gen one one, and they did a, a movie style one. It wasn't as nice. Yeah, but I mean, this is this is nicer. This is uh, I don't know. I hope it's, it. I hope it's it. very nice. I mean, I, I've heard people have some issues with quality of Eagle Moth. I don't think I own any of their products, so I can't Nick, speak to that. Nick was talking about it when we did the reveals episode a few weeks ago, uh, and said that there there is a built-in Eagle Moss like rabid fan base that they they might just want one piece, they might just want you know one particular character or whatever, but they also there's also those who there are people who just collect chess sets. And this is, uh, you know, if, one to get. If it doesn't, if this particular chess set doesn't fund, what it, I think Nick was also saying how this is an odd way for them to release this sort of product. Yeah, normally it's think a subscription. Yeah, do you think there's a possibility they could be like, well, it, it didn't kickstart, but we're going to do the subscription model because it didn't Maybe. kickstart. Yeah, I mean, I, I love statues anyway so that's how i look at these items yeah. as, right. as statues um and i think they're all individually hand painted so yeah the size is, is an issue but think about what you know think about the labor that goes into making that you you appreciate it you, you have to be into statues or be in the chest to to play both of them to right. to want to get this it is niche it's a niche market. Yeah, I'm. I'm hundred dollars is a lot for a chess set. Let me pose a sort of a flip side thing. So these big expensive items, that's kind of what Haslab sort of for. It's to these like dream items, and since they had so much trouble with Unicron, that may be why they went with a lower price point version of. Star Saber. I'm not saying it's cheap, you know, but like I was kind of expecting something to be like three hundred dollars. Three hundred dollars is what was floated somewhere we saw or heard that three hundred dollars was going to be the price point, and maybe that was the idea at one point when that information got out. Um, I know I bought two, and my kid, he's thirteen now, and he bought one. He he's been saving since I sprinkled the information to him. Um, wow. and he, he saved his $300 and he was ready to go. Uh, so when we found out that it was 192 after tax or whatever, he bought that. Then we went out over the weekend and he found a Rodimus and was like, got that too. So now he's just cranking with all the, all the leaders. He's, he's ready to go. He's excited. So the 197 price point or 192 price point after tax should not be a deterrent, but I saw so much bitching in the chat and in the Facebook groups and on well, different sites. Oof. Well, well, Complaining yeah. about so, it being expensive? About it yeah. being too expensive, yeah. Get the hell out of here. So, right? so, so to my point, there's another product that came out recently that did not require any Haslabian intervention. And that's the RoboSan Optimus Prime, which sold out like that. And now that they have, re, re, you know, they, they feel like, whoa, demand is a lot. They probably were like, we're only going to sell a hundred of these, you know, based on the Unicron debacle. And they're like, whoops, wrong. This has mass market appeal, even though it's 800, 900 bucks, whatever it costs. So that hits like, like nostalgia and business dads 
You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. it's like uh, a conversation piece. Order, like, just, just one. Business dads love it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I so mean, it's, it's different. I, I, just, I wanted to like bring it up. That that product was kind of hitting a different market where, you know, people that like robots, like not just us, but like it's just whatever. Someone that needs to have the coolest tech toy, and they and they did knew that and did a good job. I feel like of marketing that because they got like the CNET people on it, and like you know Jay and Silent Bob were the ones that were showing it off and like whatever. So I think they were trying to go, you know, after a a you know, different market, not like the hardcore, you know, collectors with this. But I mean, one thing that I thought about with, um, you know, when they were floating that like higher price point, um, is like, I was kind of disappointed. Cause I was like, you know what, if I want a $300, um, you know, victory saber, you can get the masterpiece, um, star saber. And then there's a third party option. I know a lot of people like only want to do official, but you could do that, and that would have been about three hundred dollars or three fifty or whatever between the two figures uh, originally. Simply's price has gone up. No, I, I realize <laughs> now. Like I know that I couldn't just go out. But if I would, if I wanted that at the time, you know, when they originally came out, I would have spent about that. And yeah, so if Victor's ever like, were you, you, you would have nailed it. Yeah. Right, and and that's obviously much much nicer. Um, then, you know, we're, we're getting here. Like, I, I can't remember. I think the Simba had die casts and all that. Right. Like, and he's so it's, it's a very, very nice, you know, figure itself. And then the star saber was, you know, nicer and all that too. I mean, this is a generations figure and that's what I want. Like I was, I was pretty excited when I saw that the price was only 180. I was like, Oh, this is like, this is fantastic. Like I get my star saber because, um, you know, I had the planet X star saber and that, on itself like and that's a very good figure as well um and that was i think 160 on its own i believe something like that whatever i you know around that price and so i was considering rebuying it because we didn't we haven't gotten an official star saber and all that and i wanted you know that that character uh you know but now i have the figure and i have both figures for 180 and it goes with my generations collection i don't have to worry about you know it's sticking out and putting it on its own shelf and whatnot hundred percent yeah <laughs> absolutely correct i think people just get so caught up with the price point argument again and again and again you know and you hear like that's a that saber's a deluxe that lyo kaiser's a, a voyager that the the body for Star Saber is is a leader only. It's like, well, these toys still defy those size classes because they do a lot more stuff than your average Voyager Deluxe and Leader. Like they all work together in their own unique ecosystem, which had to be kind of designed and, um, as far as we know, doesn't really tie into any of the other Legacy toys. Maybe your Energon monster or something, but um. Which we're all hoping is just a grotesque repaint. Sure. I think grotesque has become... I, that's probably the next HasLab figure. Grotesque? Grotesque. From, from Silverbolt? Right. <laughs> Actually, it's from um, Octane. 
when we did the we did a at, once or twice we did like a what would the I think it was with the Unicron episode what would the next Haslab be you know like I don't think any of us said oh victory saver duh you know, like it just wasn't it's not it's not a premonition that I that I heard that I remember I, hearing I think at that point we were all like it's the arc it's the arc it's definitely the arc it wasn't the arc but I think we did say like all new molded toys you know, that are unique molding of something or other, you know, but it, what no one said like it would be Star Saber. But that's what this is. You know, it's something that's not likely going to be reused or redecoed. I mean, it might be cool if it did the the dark version. I would like I would kind of like that, even though it's mm. sort of out there. That's that's even more niche than the figure itself. I mean, that's only right. from Robot Masters. So, yeah. Pretty deep cut. I just like the black. Like it was before shattered glass and stuff. So. Yeah, but I mean, I, I feel like again, this kind of opens up the door to you know more Japanese transformers, and you know when we're kind of sitting there thinking like, oh, what are they going to do for Hazlab for transformers? Like now they have an avenue, you know, or like by doing this, maybe they're just doing all kinds of deep cuts and whatnot that they see where. You know, maybe they might do some Unicron trilogy or animated or just, you know, who knows, whatever, uh, you know, d different types of things. Man, HasLab, Armada, Energon with Tidal Wave. I would love uh, a, a Titan class Tidal Wave. I would love that. That would be fantastic. Me too. As far as G1, though, like what other deep cuts do we have left? We know that Takara is doing Raiden. For better or worse, if it's Chugster piece or Chug or Masterpiece or whatever, they've already done uh, Big Powered. The the only things we're missing are like Grandis and we need we need the other Victory characters for sure. But um, most of Master Force is done. We need Grandis and Sky Gary. I mean, if they want to go wacky and 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 do like some of the the Operation Combination stuff, the Six Combiner Micromasters or or Guard City or Battle Gaia. Um, but as far as Gen One deep cuts, I, there, I mean, we've rounded the bend. We're mm -hmm. now that now that we're in Did, victory. I mean, what what is that Hound Hologram guy? What was his name? Oh uh, no, Halonix. Hey, yeah, they could do Big Red. red. I love yeah. a Big Red. We 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 speculated that who could be Big Red. What was it? The Bulkhead repaint uh, next year. Yeah. I mean, yeah. What about Lyra Kaiser? Deep Cup G1. Yeah. It, we got Skylinks. We got Skylinks. We need a new Kaiser. We need a proper Deserus. Um, they could do, like, I don't know. We need Metro Titan. And with a new Metroplex coming out next year, Cybertron Metroplex, then that's just ripe if it's, you know. A Gen One-ish looking Metroplex that's ripe for a Metro Titan Redeco, um, but as far as like Haslab level like wackiness, wheelie, yeah. big big giant wheelie, yeah, big like big giant wheelie. I take that. Life size exosuit. Beast suit. machines night scream. They go. could do Botanica. They could do Botanica's ship, and she like drops from the ceiling and goes scraw. <laughs>
I have faith that there's good ideas out there that even the you know the wonderful the, the beautiful minds in this in this particular podcast couldn't necessarily come up with because right. just because just because we didn't predict this at all you know I'm like okay there's still stuff that can be done that... absolutely absolutely like uh, an Omega Supreme animated arc would be right I gotta say somebody did a uh, 3D printed parts for March. the arc to make them into Omega Supreme mm-hmm. it looked really good. Proud of yeah, they need to do like that guy that did the custom um, Autobot City. Oh, yeah. Do, do that. Yeah, when I saw that that dude did that, I just suddenly, like, it's like my panties dropped. I was like, oh my god, they gotta make this. Like, someone's gotta make this. I never thought, I never even thought this could be possible. Even though it doesn't transform into a robot, just do it. It didn't transform into a robot in the movie, so I mean, it just looks like the city from the movie. It's it's gorgeous. Yeah, and for those who awesome. don't know what we're talking about, somebody took a Fortress Maximus and a Metroplex, repainted them orange, and like locked them together, and it looks it's evocative enough of Autobot City from the 1986 movie that it's just a mm, gimme. Yeah, I, yeah I got something I didn't know I wanted until I saw it, and I was like, oh my god, please. A big ass vinyl non transforming nemesis. I would I would take that. I bought the big ass non transforming black Zarak and Scorponok in uh, yeah. as placeholders for these guys. Yeah. Yeah. I would buy a big, big ass giant vinyl. nemesis. Mm-hmm. Yep. And hey, maybe it transforms, maybe it doesn't. Maybe I don't it care. comes with magnet beams and I can attach it to the uh the Titan arc. If yeah. they did if they do that, Rick, it has to be sharp enough to like stab you. Like the wings and stuff. That's I how want I want to die. You I don't want, you to to I want someone to force that into my heart. <laughs> and then they take my Transformers collection. In the end, there can only be one. I got an idea. I'm going to Massachusetts. <laughs> In the end, there can only be one. I think it would it would kind of suck if we had to wait. Like you mentioned more Japanese characters, Lucas. I, th- I feel like that's a weird, like, to label to put on stuff for HasLab, but, like, we need a Deathsaurus now, so it would suck if we had to wait for the next HasLab for that. Like, I hope it's a, you know, a leader or a commander or something. MMC, like. man. There's this coming, and, and the well, planet X is really leaders, good. Yeah. yeah, it's, I mean, it's really good. And I got the Gen 1 kit. Yes. Um, but I would like an official one for those who only buy official. We deserve an official Deserus. We deserve a better Lyokaiser. We deserve the Dino Force. We know the tooling is out there for the Combiner Wars uh, Pretender Monsters, which means it's just a palette swap to get the Dino Force, which means do it already. Do it. We'll buy it. Make you know, do it. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Do it. I'll buy. I'll buy it. I know. Everyone here, well, maybe not Paul because he doesn't like the Dino Force, but you know, the rest of us will. Come buy a little tiny Starscream. A little tiny Starscream this big. A little tiny Starscream that big. I I could see Kakaryu owning a plush Starscream and just hugging it as he goes to sleep. I can see that. That character would do that. Hmm. He would actually hold the uh, AFA grade plastic container that it sits in. As, it, as he sleeps. 
I feel like though they shouldn't ask us what we would buy because we buy everything anyway. So <laughs> you know. I mean, now that they've now that they've done Studio hey. Series eighty six, I'm like, well, once they're done with that movie, like, please just do the more than meets the eye or Lost Lights collection or something. Yeah. You know, like well, just do point, do five years of toys that are those characters that look awesome. Like just like you did for the studio. Hey, we got the, we got the brainstorm, right? Yeah, yeah, we got a few. Yeah, so skids, yeah brainstorm skids. and sort of Nautica and the skids, yeah. Um, yeah but skids. by then, by then those figures. I mean, we're getting the new skids, which is going to be more Gen One looking. By then, those characters will have been dead and gone, as far as the publishing is concerned, for a decade. If if we waited yeah. for the end of Legacy or whatever's next, you know, no one. Yeah. You know, the movie came out in 85. 86. 86, yeah. whatever. It's. I'm not sure the IDW has the same same legacy and whatnot yeah. with their stuff. It, so. it doesn't, but I mean, just. So. I'd push for it. I don't know. <laughs> Ron, Ron mentioned getting like a red Devastator as like a Haslab. I would actually love to see a Devastator that's like a $300 Devastator that's like not quite Masterpiece. But, like, just all the belt, like, they just go out, and it's not just... With elbows? Yeah, exactly. Well, that was something that I brought up when we were talking about the Raiden from a couple weeks ago, when we were talking about the the masterpiece uh, railway story in the sky, is that it's not quite fully masterpiece, and it feels like an apology for uh, the things that were missing from their Devastator, from Takara Devastator. Mm -hmm. So, if... I mean, Raiden's a weird character to jump into first as your first masterpiece combiner, but if it does well enough, then I can see them doing a big masterpiece devastator that that makes up for the issues that the first one, that the the official one had, because it was severely lacking in a lot of ways. And I know it was it was designed to be so big, and then they upscaled it, and they didn't add whatever whatever stories exist for the thing. It it was lacking, and we need something better. I and mean, I want to see still- it. It's a cool figure. Like, I mean, I still enjoy that, but like, it's showing its age now at this point. It's you got know, a little gimp leg. It's got the little tiny gimp foot. You know, it's got the little little tiny oh, foot. You just need an upgrade kit for that, so you're fine. Well, that's the thing is, like, yeah, I, I had to buy like two hundred dollars in upgrade kits just to get it to where it was passable, where I didn't <laughs> hate it anymore. Uh, every yeah. year on Facebook, I reshare the thing where I was like, now I have to buy this and I have to buy that and I got to add this thing to it and swap this out. And at one point, uh, Dr. Wu was going to make an entirely different mix master to like completely swap out the leg and get rid of the little right. clubfoot thing. And so I was like, now I got to buy this and this and this and this and this. And then I still won't like it as much as the toy world one that, that was at that point still on the horizon. It was just like, just do it right the first time and arg. But if they did I do will, it again, sorry. Do, do we have any uh, final thoughts here on uh, Victory Saber here? I'm glad it's to, happening. Trying to shut us up, Lucas? What's up? Glad no, it's happening. I mean, I'm, I'm getting two of them at least. I did. I backed off. I backed the full amount, so. What is the full amount? 20, 24? Uh, you can get five. Five? Okay. Yeah, five. Yep. We got, I got two and the boy got one. So my household got three total. Uh, two of them will be opened. 
I mean, we'll we'll see. It depends on how smashed the boxes are when they arrive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I am a little disappointed that we really did not complain about you know the figure Haslab. I feel like that that's really what we were supposed to do as you know. We blabbed about Haslab. It's the Hasblab. Right, right. So. But I take that as a victory, if you will, that uh, that we didn't have much, if anything, negative to say about it. As far as our circle is concerned, it's pretty solid and uh, and a winner. I, get your advertising in place. Don't drop a seven hundred dollar figure on us without telling, without giving us a heads up. All right, do what Star Wars does. Rancor's coming. Get ready. Right. Or don't don't do like a you know masterpiece Optimus Prime at the same time as you're trying to do a a Haslab Kickstarter or whatnot. So um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think... are are there bad things to say about this? I know I know there's I've seen gripes, but I'm like these don't I mean, matter I think to the me. The biggest gripe that people have is like with the arms that they're hollow, but like the masterpiece or the the. Um, what was it? The brain master figure, right? Like is hollow. I don't know. Like the, oh, I, saw, the I saw some saber figure. Yeah. Or the saber. Well, saber yeah. Supposed... yeah his, his yeah. arms are hollow. His forearms are hollow. Okay. It's a, it's a chug figure. So, but like the yeah. masterpiece was hollow. Like the arms were hollow on that. So on the interior. So it's like, you know, whatever. I still haven't opened my masterpiece. You should. It's fun. You should. It's yeah, a, it's a fun toy. I have the Victory Saber from the third party company. Do do that. They're they're a whole lot of fun. I flew that. I flew Victory Leo around my my office for days, and they were like, "What the? That doesn't even look like a jet." I'm like, "You don't know. You don't know what you're talking about." So just it's let me do space this. Space jet. Yeah, I think the only complaints uh, from like our cast and whatnot was uh, that they kind of wished that. They would have made it a slightly higher price point just to, and, you know, kind of made it a little bit nicer. Um, I, I think that Anna was, was kind of saying that, that she, she kind of wished that, but she never got in on the original masterpiece, uh, star saber figure, you know, herself. So, uh, but I'm trying to think otherwise, like, I think, you know, Nick said that he, he liked it and I don't, I don't think there was anyone in our our crew that was really saying they didn't like it that much. So, well, again, like I said, I thought it was a little disappointing. Like looking at like this gray model picture of what's his name, Lion Man, <laughs> Leo Zach, Victory Leo, Victory Leo. I, yeah, sorry, I'm so pulling like, your card. I just don't like. He looks just kind of dumpy. Like his, you know, his like lower legs are huge and his thighs are small. Like just some of those aesthetic things. It looks like, it looks like a toy and not like, you know, an, a really accurate representation of the source material. But again, it's a generation's toy. It's this is how some of them look. It's always room for improvement in the future. Yeah. I, I do kind of wish that, you know, for the reveal that they would have done like actual colored, prototypes and not just the you know the gray models but you know it is what it is there ha there is a guy that has like already done the digi bashing the yeah. and it, it looks pretty cool looks how it's supposed to i'm excited 
But yeah, I mean, it seems like since it's already funded what forty eight hundred in you know whatever like under a week here, it seems like it should be on its way. Um, you know, because again, like opposed to Unicron, where they're like adding in all kinds of crazy numbers and whatnot. Uh, it seems like this one, especially at the price point, you know, I'm sure that a lot of the retailers and whatnot will probably get in on on this one. So, and I don't know if they're going to add in, because they don't add in Asia to this, right? Like, are retail partners, or I guess we don't know, right? We don't know. Uh, that was that was one of the, the, the issues with Unicron is, like, the last day or whatever they're like oh yeah and the orders from hazard asia came in and we we just made it huzzah yeah this doesn't say when it's going to be uh delivered does it i'm looking at the uh, at the thing now uh i think it says by december of 2022 i think somewhere does it okay because it says they're going to start production october of 2021 and then it would be delivered by by then i think yeah so they uh the last day to pledge is uh october 10th 10, so you 10. have a full month you have a full month plus yeah 41 days save your One money hour and 20 minutes don't buy whatever for a month don't buy galactus yeah <laughs> get this instead it's cheap well, there, i mean yeah they're there that's a whole different like topic we could do a whole show on things you shouldn't do if you're trying to afford transformers but but yeah save your money get your orders in don't complain if you snooze don't want to hear it so i mean what 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 would make you on the fence you either want this or you don't right like i I don't like some no one has to should have to convince you I mean, I think that the Unicron was more like that just because it was significantly more expensive. So it's it's a lot easier to, to say, oh, yeah, like save up for a $180 figure than a $600 figure. It's just crazy how the the Mar- like the Sentinel and the Galactus like just destroyed their their numbers, like their their like targets. You know, and like Transformers just squeaks on by it. I mean, it looks like, yeah, we're in pretty good shape, but we're not halfway there yet. I mean, because because it's in the middle of these of these uh, campaigns, things like right. tend to slow down. Yeah, there's the, the plateau. And then the last week it goes. Ugh. Yeah, that's why you uh, reveal the last couple of uh, unlockable features later on in the campaign to keep building interest. Or, uh, hey, here's a uh, colored picture of it. But, I mean, to to me, I feel like a lot of the Marvel stuff, I mean, you know, they've done these figures before, I guess, like with Toy Biz and, and whatnot. But, like, for a lot of the, like, Marvel Legends collectors, like, I feel like their collection would not necessarily be complete if they didn't have that kind of stuff is, like, what they feel. Whereas, like, I feel like as Transformer collectors, like, you know, some of us might feel that way, but then there's a, a lot of people that are just like, ah, whatever. Do I need a Star Saber now? Yeah. I mean, with with the Marvel stuff, it's a little different because there's already been a Sentinel. There's already been a Galactus figure, right? In in the regular Legends line, so. Right. 
This is just a much bigger one. I'd say this is Sentinel, but I did get the Galactus. I'm more excited for the Galactus. I'd say this is a lot more skippable than Unicron was, like in general. Because I, I agree, every, everyone knows who Unicron is. Like right. maybe a quarter of the fan base like really knows who Victory Saber is. They probably recognize like the way he looks, you know, just from searching and doing research and stuff like that. But um, you know, we're all in America. We don't have a ton of affinity for this character that has never really appeared other than in comics. So next Haslab Thunderclash. I'll take it. I'll take it. Meant he's only appeared in comics in the U.S. Not that he's never appeared in the show. I'd love a Thunderclash. Give me some Predators, some Skystalkers. All right, let's call it a night. Yeah, so uh, thank you guys for joining me tonight. Thanks to everyone in the chat. Uh, thanks to uh, Ron, Rich, uh, Daniel. Uh, thank you to Zaldron, to Catherine, to uh, FVGBE342. Uh, thanks to Antoine earlier on, uh, to uh, Phil. Uh, I think that's uh I think that's everybody so but yeah thank you guys for uh joining us tonight uh check out book club this week it is going to be more than meets the eye 4647 uh it's on the tf talk discord at 8 30 central 9 30 eastern uh there was a cut the tape last uh week uh hopefully there is there going to be another cut the tape uh, this week or rick uh, i'm planning on it yeah uh i've got a ton of st- i've got masterpiece i've got Rodimus, Galvatron, all that Bumblebee buzzworthy crap. There you go. I'll figure something out. Cool. So yeah, so there there should be a cut the tape uh, this week as well. Uh, microcasters, uh, not sure what we're doing, but we've got several figures that we can uh, choose from as well. Uh, oh, we may be doing the Worlds Collide set, I think, uh, potentially. So, but uh, anyway, so yeah, so. <laughs> check it, uh, you know, check that out on uh, Thursday nights at uh, 9.30 Eastern, 8.30 Central on the TF Talk Facebook page. Um, and I think that's it. So thank you guys, and we will see you next week. Thanks, everybody. This has been Transformers for your listening pleasure, a presentation of tftalk.net. We'd like to thank you for listening and ask that you please rate us on your favorite podcast outlet and share us with your friends. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TFYLP. Email us at podcast at TFYLP.com. This is Paul Lighting, and on behalf of TFYLP, we'd like to thank you again for listening. And we hope you'll join us next time for another TFYLP. ha <laughs> ha!